Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Yeah, <laughs> we have what you need to spice up your bedroom. Oh. My version of that would just be sprinkling lemon pepper all over it. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper is the most underrated spice, best spice ever. No, no debate here. <laughs> Literally, if you don't like lemon pepper, you could go fuck yourself. Wow. With something from our sponsors and friends, Adam and Eve. Oh, I see what you did. That's there. an ad. So if you want to get fucked <laughs> because you don't like lemon not pepper, lemon pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Please go to adamandeve.com, mm-hmm. put in the code CAMPFIRE, mm-hmm. and you're going to receive, holy shit, 50% off one item. And we see, we get like a monthly report, and you guys have been buying it, yeah. so thank you so much. You if, frisky sons of bitches. If you want to share what you got, we we might share it with everyone too. If you, uh, maybe if you just want to message us and tell us what you got. Do you have any recommendations, Meryl? The only thing that I really like are is those huge dongs. <laughs> I don't understand a lot of how the clitoral things work. I think we need yeah, like an educator. Yeah, something tells me that's a... true about you. Yeah, I don't have time to learn my own body. <laughs> I'll hire someone on TaskRabbit to do it for me. Like, um, no, like I also, too, what I do like, uh, I just thought about, like I literally just told my tax guide to start listening to our really? podcast and this is what he's going to hear. Oh, but what okay. I do like is when you can plaster it on the wall like, like a dildo. suction cup and, yes i mm. like that because it's there for me wow you just let it like you should do a, a wall like <laughs> sort of like an installation piece right where you just put a bunch of these yes dongs as you call them dongs sticking off the wall or what if because i love the muppets so what if it's like you paint <laughs> oh, gonzo please bridge this. Please okay bridge okay this. like you paint gonzo and then his nose is a purple dong yeah so if ch- children come over they can play on my wall <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so the code is Campfire, C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E, and you get 50% off and free shipping. Yeah, do it. Do it. Okay, next I want to tell you about Hello Tushy Bidets. So we're going from dongs to tushies? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I don't Um, like the word dong, and I don't like the word tushy, but I love our sponsor, Hello Tushy. Yes. So- Have you felt a difference in the the, uh, less poo- in your tushy since you've been using Hello Bidet. I mean, Hello Tushy. Do I feel like I have less 
poo in my tushy. Yeah. I, I really, when I started this podcast, I thought, uh, I'll tell you one thing I'll never string together in one sentence, and it's poo and tushy. <laughs> I think so, too, because I know both of us are prone to hemorrhoids, yeast infections, Jesus. UTI. <laughs> That's kind of our brand. That's our brand. <laughs> if we, we had to, yeah. we'd be a yeast infection yeah. podcast. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Getting so. rammed by a wall-mounted <laughs> dong. Yeah, it, yeah, that can cause bacteria, and then yeah. when you go to the bathroom, you want to be sure to wipe it off correctly, and the Hello Tushy has a stream that hits you like a beautiful fountain. <laughs> That's true. Can I speak um, honestly? Yeah. Uh, I have not installed mine yet. Oh I'm having gosh. an issue because we have a different type of toilet that you know needs you need help. To do. So I, I need, you I'm need being honest to call honest plumber over there and get that plumber to come in and be like, oh, somebody needs their pipes clean. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, with this Hello Tushy. And then you sell him one. Yeah. You, oh. that's, that's what you do. And then we get... Yeah. Everything. So Hello Tushy, it sprays directly into your ass with fresh water. It's not toilet water. It connects to the water supply behind the toilet. That's true. Um, some of you maybe have boyfriends or husbands or anyone in your life that can help you if you're having an issue. Oh, my with, God. They I can do it on their own. They don't need a man. Jesus. Well, I need a man to help you, me with my... You need some help is what you feminism. need. Not feminism. A woman could come in there and do it. I just think you can't do it. That's true. Yeah. I'm the opposite of feminism. I, well, it's so funny. Yeah. Why am I more of a feminist than you? Because mm, I don't think it's not feminism to hire someone to clean my No, bidet. but the, what you just said is all I'm saying. I what need someone said. to help me. I'm if, a helpless. Do you have a man in your life? Have him come over and do this. Like, well, what about a woman? A woman can do this. A woman this. can do that. for sure. Uh, she's busy in the courtroom or doing uh, surgery or something. She, <laughs> <laughs> she graduated. She's now like sitting on the Supreme Court justice. So I don't like her. I'm not going to. Good, good save. Thank good you. Save. Thank yeah. you. Okay. So you also enter Campfire and you get 10% off plus free shipping as well. So that's Hello Tushy. Okay, I have a funny story about them really quickly. About Hello Tushy? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Let's do this. And they still want to work with us. And so they, they do. we're blessed. Oh. Okay, so I didn't know it, but I saw that they had posted about they had a new line of lipsticks coming out. Hello Tushy? Yeah, they were like, this is going to sound weird, but our company is expanding. And we're having these like funny, like it was like, just trust us. These are going to be great lipsticks. Like if you like the quality of the bidets, then you like the quality of, of these lipsticks. So I wrote to our contact oh, there. Oh, no, you I know, didn't. You know I, already know, please, I already please, know where this is going. I already know where this is going. So I wrote to um, our wonderful <laughs> partner uh, woman there and just said, Hello, Rosalind. Her name Hello, is Rosalind. Tushy. Uh, I'm super excited to see that uh, Hello, Tushy is now doing lipsticks. Oh, um, no. You if we didn't. could expand our influencer program, we would totally love to promote them. Meryl, this is clearly a joke. I'm a lipstick lover. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and then she wrote, uh, 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 hey, she wrote this at like 10 p.m., like right after I wrote oh. it. And she said, hey, Meryl, it's an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Haha, ha. I was just trying to do an ad for our podcast. No, but seriously, do you have lipstick, Hello Tushy? That, yeah, that's we would you, promote you it. You follow that up with like, no, it's not a joke. Right. It's not a joke. They should launch it. Wait. Yeah. It's embarrassing. So, so sometimes, you know, read the room. Read the room a little bit. <laughs> read the post. If it's April 1st. Yeah, I didn't know And a company that. is making some left turn judgment or, or, or decision yeah. in their company like oh now you know whatever Charmin is making chocolates you know I it's would like, like that pillow soft no. milk chocolate I would like that I think though it's a little 
a little yeah, out of left field, little, don't I you know. think? Yeah, I think so too. So, but then you, hungry like a wolf, <laughs> jumping on <laughs> the internet. Yeah. Oh, how could I make money <laughs> off this? This girl's probably like, ugh, gross. Yeah, stupid loser. <laughs> no, she likes it. She's like, I was gonna, I, I have, I stopped working for the day, but I'm gonna respond to this because it's, <laughs> it's so dumb. Well, they probably were tired from doing it because I saw that a lot of the comments people didn't get it and they were like, ew, no thanks, not this time, hello tushy. And that's. God. I also like the ones on Facebook where people write. Um, I am 100% for mandatory forced, and then they put vacations, but people oh, read it really quickly, and that's oh, like vaccinations, yes. and then I love seeing it. <laughs> so that's, all, um, that's our ad. <laughs> I have to be honest. I, uh, I hate April Fool's now. It used really? to be. It used to be fun. It used to be fun. Mm-hmm. I would say 10 to 15 years ago yeah. and before, but now this is what happened. Corporate America jumped in. Oh, gosh. They got yeah. on the boat, right? Yeah. And maybe one company did it one time and it was really funny and it got a lot of attention. Like, I could see somebody like Wendy's doing it. Yes. Right? Of like, we're coming out yeah. with like alligators. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, some or something that was barely believable, but kind of weird. Yeah. And people lost their shit. They got a lot of attention and thought, this is funny, right? It was all just a joke, guys. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, again, it's like every fucking company is like, and then we've got a joke to play too. <laughs> and I can just yeah. see people in a boardroom going like, how can we get the normies out there? Yeah. You know? And they, they got you. They did they get got me. you. Don't you feel though, like every April Fool's that I've seen is almost embarrassing for, it's always someone announcing something and people being excited. And then it's like, oh, that's not the case. Where yeah. I saw one um, actor friend a few years ago had posted that he was going to be in like, the Tom Cruise movie or whatever, and oh. everyone's like, "This is your chance! Thank God!" Like, right? And then, it, when, finally, it, then, and then when it isn't, it's like, "Oh God, that was April Fool's!" Yeah. Why is that a? Jo- it's like setting people up for you know a letdown. Yeah, or like, like pregnancy really. or marriage or anything. And yeah. Now we're at the age though that it's weird if someone was to post to do an April Fool's joke. It's like, okay, you're like 42. Uh, like, I know. <laughs> just... uh, I don't even know what could be funny. I, I don't know if did, did anybody out there know anybody that pulled a good April Fool's joke that was like I know from a company. Huh? I don't think so. It's like, like I think one time it was like Lay's potato chips announced like toothpaste flavored Lay's or something like that. Yeah. Clearly, that's like, okay, yeah, you're not. We know you're not actually making that. Oh, I saw one actually. I was watching a live from my previously mentioned uh, s'more, the hood healer, my my girl, the hood healer. I was watching one of her lives. Okay. And people started commenting saying, "Did you mean to post that nudie on your story?" And she really? started, yeah, so she was like in the live and she was like asking her, she's like, I don't post any nudes, I'm married. And and then she was asking her husband like, babe, can you check out my story? And so I saw uh, her like trying to do it. And then the other, immediately, the other half of the, her audience was like, it's April Fool's, it's April Fool's. But that was kind of cute, mm-hmm, like asking mm-hmm. someone, did they mean to post Yeah. Well, I think the, well, okay, I will say this. I did see one that was kind of funny. It was um, Pornhub did an April Fool's. Did you see that? No. And what they did is they they made a um, a message box pop up that said um, something about how like Pornhub's new like system automatically shares to Facebook. So oh like anything that God. you're watching shares. <laughs> and then it, it said, uh, you know, you, you click two boxes or something, but it's like this thing that happens. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. You know? Oh, that's, that's funny. It's I actually funny. really like that. Because then I think once you click one of the boxes, it says April fools. So it's like a quick, like what? Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm down with that. I don't go to Pornhub anymore because is oh. it still only like verified creators? Oh, I don't know. Because for a while they changed it and it was like, I don't like the, the people, I don't like the re, like the acting ones. Oh, you like, I like real stuff. You like real stuff. Yeah. So I don't like when it's, because for a while I think they did away with like the amateur stuff and it was mm. more just the. You know, 
I don't know if I love amateur stuff. Really? See, I only like I checked out the stuff. site. Uh, a friend of mine had like said like, oh, check out the site. And I, I went in and it was all like real couples having real sex, right? Yeah. I went and checked it out. And I was like, no, I don't want to <laughs> sit down and have tea with this person. Yeah. And have them like be kind of like goofy and then it just doesn't get me going <laughs> don't have tea yeah it's like it's like they're sitting there like <laughs> oh tea so th- my name is brian and this is like sarah and like you know oh, we're just a couple t- of oh. kids hanging out like we, we we love uh long walks on the beach and it's like okay and then and then the girl kind of looks at him like okay i guess i'm going to touch you oh really and it's it's this weird like i don't know it doesn't feel natural it's like if i'm gonna watch amateur porn i still kind of want them to get beat the fuck up you know yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, but that's just me so that's why i'm like that's not for me that's true everyone I, has I, their Thing. I want to know, like, so at least when they're actors and they're getting beat the fuck up, right? I know that they're safe. Yeah. There are regulations. At least I think they're safe. I know. I just don't like the slickness of it. I like, don't I don't like mind the, a... I don't want too much production. No. And I don't want fake. I always... Like super fake. You know how like some is like the girl's like... <laughs> The girl or the guy is like sucking dick and then looking up at the camera, but not the person. And you're like, wait, 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 mm-hmm. I, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm just watching. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. yeah. I, I just was on a website that I want to tell you about. Okay. But it's way less steamy. Oh, okay. So let's let's bring it back. Bring okay. it back. We're gonna okay. bring it back. We're gonna no, bring it back. There'll been a lot of dongs and shit. And yeah. Like, okay. This one, oh God, because this is a professional networking site that I joined. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand how I still have like ten jobs and stuff, but <laughs> it's okay. So um I joined something that I think you would be interested in. Okay. And it's called Lunch Club. Oh, well, I do like lunch. I know, and you're very networky because I <laughs> you are it's on my business card. Very networky. Please, God. Bo Huffer. Very networky. <laughs> Might be like introvert, extrovert. Like, oh my God. I'd slice my Have head. 10 jobs. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, oh my uh, gosh. Okay. So I joined this thing called Lunch Club because what I, the type of socializing I love is like exactly like this, where yeah. you sit down with one person and you kind of download everything and oh. like, you know, spew it all out and then yeah. you leave after about an hour and a half. Okay. What if you hate the person? What well, if you're like, ugh? Um, well, for this one, you you put in your matches. And I thought oh. this would also be good for me to make new friends in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I, I can't. Is it just two people bragging the whole time about what they do? Well, this is really funny. Um, It, it could be because <laughs> the people I'm getting matched with are definitely like, you know, just kind of like high level go getters. Yeah. And so, but it's not two people bragging. It's more like um, I had put that I'm more in it for like connection rather than just like um like uh like network or not networking but like using someone for because there are ones that are basically like I'm just using this for professional networking whereas I'm kind of more yeah. like oh I could definitely have some friends like I'm yeah. like or just m- more like both instead of just like I'm going to use you for like oh you're a director I'm a producer let's get together yeah. kind of thing but yeah. I like it because it's not like dating ish like it and it seems like you can really pick someone that you would be like oh in another world i could see us being friends and then you set up um like a little meeting but the thing that i don't like was that i kind of thought that it would be in person like i thought you meet up for actual lunch oh god <laughs> that's what i want that's what i want no it's zoom yeah oh. so for now it's only zoom but what i've been doing is going off script and asking my people that i meet, meet up with and just say i don't know how if you feel good about this but like i want to meet, meet person. yeah and so everyone has basically said yes i haven't done it yet but like i have some ones in the books that are like let's meet up at this place but maybe they don't do that now mm. um 
Not only because of COVID, but what if someone like murders someone else? Well, geez. I mean, that's why you don't go off script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have okay. all these guidelines for you to follow. You're like, eh. and then you, you, yeah. Okay. So I wanted you to, I wanted you to read. I've had two matches so far. Okay. Um, One of them is like a really awesome person, but I, I don't see us like, it was kind of a mutual, like, I don't really see us clicking like that much further. Okay. The other one, I absolutely do see us clicking that much further. And I'm super like, I even might want to see if we can book her for our show because she's really cool and stuff like okay. that but both of these women like i want you to read their profile and then i'm going to show you my profile okay, okay. so okay. i'm going to so read these who i'm going to read these with. profiles right yeah so this was an example of okay so the first one can i say the name maybe just their first names okay so jenna is a former world ranked professional triathlete harvard graduate actress and brain health advocate currently working <laughs> in early stage venture consumer goods and entertainment Jenna is most inspired by passionate people interested in creatively driving positive change. Okay, that Whoopsies. sounds pretty good. Yeah, that sounds, sounds wonderful. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chloe is a fifth generation Californian and first generation filmmaker, a writer, director, producer. Her films thematically reflect Americana, marked by emboldening tales of women and girls. Chloe holds an MFA from Columbia University <laughs> and, a, and a BA from St. Mary's College, Notre Dame, Indiana. Okay, so then go to wow, like, these. The, both of these are like you're going. Okay, yeah, I know. Okay, so then go to my, go to my profile because honestly, and I'm not being ridiculous, but like if I could, if or if I wanted to, I could definitely like flex in the way of like you know I graduated at like a good school yep. at Syracuse. I graduated really, sure. I did well, like belly up, you know, all this kind of stuff that I feel like I could like make up on paper. But I you could didn't make have the patience. That's what it comes and down to. And I kind to. of don't care. Like those are all just weird qualifiers. Well, before that, like... you say anything, okay, okay, okay. Let, let me read your profile after reading these two uh, established women, clearly. Uh, so Meryl is a podcaster, writer, and matzo ball soup lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's less than like 30 words. <laughs> she didn't go to Columbia. She's never heard of Harvard. <laughs> She's not, she's not a writer or producer. She or doesn't anything. care about generations of women to come, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the Hello Tushy ad. <laughs> wow. So that's my like one line. And then I feel like these wow. women probably get matched with me and they're like, what the fuck is my... So is Lunch Club created just for women? No. Okay, so nope. you just picked women. No, but they give me the matches. So that's the other thing is is you basically it's like a lottery where like I'll probably get picked. How much does this cost? Zero. It's totally oh, free. Okay. But th what I really do like is that um so that the one that you mentioned, Chloe, is super cool. And like yeah. what I wouldn't have known from just seeing anything about her is that because I, I was like, oh, I almost I think we, I think her and I rescheduled once. And I'm like, do I even really want to do this? I feel like what's the point kind of thing. And then her and I got on on Zoom and then I found out that she's a um, a filmmaker and she has this like really funny uh, self-produced kind of like YouTube TV show called All American Sex Offender mm. and it's like really funny and I watched it and I'm like oh this girl has like a really good sense of humor and I love that she's just like here and I think she lives in Burbank and I'm like here's someone that I would would have probably never met sure. but we're only like 10 miles that's what away those, that's and... what those systems are so great for yeah you know? yeah I mean that's awesome. Mm -hmm. but, so that was so Did she ask about your matzo ball soup loving? <laughs> I think I just apologized for my profile. <laughs> but, <I'm> like, <laughs> but then it is funny because it's like you are trying to in some level prove like your worth, I guess. But then it's like I I'd rather I just never, get to know someone. Yeah, I never feel comfortable comfortable saying all of my accolades. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't feel comfortable bragging about anything that I've done. And I, even if it's not bragging, I'm just like. Well, let's just get to know each other and let things come out naturally. Yeah. I, you know, of course, you want to start the conversation with 
if you're doing a system like this, you have to put some of the things you do, right? Right. I think it's funnier <laughs> that like if these people are looking at like, okay, so who professionally am I going to get partnered with? Yeah. Right. And then yeah. they're like. They partnered me with this girl? <laughs> she loves matzo She likes What? Why? Yeah. What's wrong with me? And I don't really have any like things to give someone. I'm like, I can book you for the Lele Pons podcast. Maybe that's about it. But like, you know, and so other than that, oh, uh, that's that was where I'm at Jeez. right now. I'll look into it because I do need something. I think it's I need good. Something. Yeah. And I think as it opens up, if it does turn into in-person meetings, like that would be my happy place. Mm. Me going to lunch with someone. And then meeting them and then leaving after like an hour and a half is my dream socialization. I've <laughs> never seen them again. Yeah. 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 I, I am missing. I'm ready. I'm ready to get out because like I went to. Uh, so the place I do my comedy show, uh, the Whistle Stop here in San Diego, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> they were opening up again. They've been closed this whole time. And so they were opening up just for hosts and producers of shows. Um, so DJs, mm. musicians, things like that. And they invited me over. I went over and. I didn't realize it, but I got really like, like hopeful and emotional yeah. of going in there and being in a space and going like, I'm ready to get back here. Yeah. I'm ready to come yeah. back in a space. Like I sat at the bar and I was having a drink and I was like, oh my God, I need to be around people. I need yes. to, like, I didn't realize how much I'm missing that mm-hmm. part of like just being in a space. Yeah. So it's time. And a lot of, a lot of the country is already like open. Yeah, I know. <laughs> already like doing <laughs> these things. I'm kind of a late bloomer in that way. I, I, just cause California is silly. Yeah. But like, yeah. I feel the same way too. It was really funny. I went to an outdoor comedy show in Los Angeles and yeah. one of the comedians was saying something that we all laughed really hard at where he was saying like, like 12 people sitting at a comedy show outside at a park it was like we were all so thankful for that and we were like this is that to me this was the highlight of my week and it was so much fun and he's like last year this would have been the most depressing losery thing (laughs) (laughs) of like doing comedy outside Uh at a park it was at a dog park and so like dogs were coming over but like all of us I think were so grateful and like it was attracting all different types of people coming to watch it because I think people are so starved for that kind of thing and and that's true where like last year that would be such like a a disappointment and now we were like that was like it well, felt like and, I was going to Coachella and quick plug I'm having a comedy show coming up on April 24th here in San Diego if you're in the area it's outside um, it's a jazz and comedy thing we have the uh, absolutely wonderful talented Chris Fairbanks headlining and it's going to be great good fun check it out yeah why is it very expensive is it just because it's fancy uh it's not that expensive honestly it's like not? for a show to normally go okay so you have to think about like this the tickets are 50 dollars, mm-hmm. uh and you can get those you can just go to riftcitycomedy.com um we have an eventbrite page you can go to our instagram at riftcitycomedy uh but the tickets are 50 bucks because if you think about going to a regular comedy show uh you go you pay probably 20 bucks a ticket right but then you have a two drink and oh, food item yeah. uh minimum like at the comedy store right in La Jolla, that's all it, these places yeah. have a two drink minimum all of them have they want you to get food and so it's like in the end you're going to spend 60 to 70 bucks in and out totally, right yeah and uh that's for like if you're going as a couple and you've got two drinks each that's four drinks plus two you're going to spend at least 150 bucks right so does this come with drinks um, no, but oh. I'm saying there's no minimum. There's no, oh, you don't have oh, okay. to I get it. Yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. go and experience. But I mean, of course, if you want to get a drink, get a drink. And you, you have to think about this. You're paying for the musicians. We have mm-hmm. a full uh, four piece band, uh, jazz band. We've got a couple comics coming up and plus we're doing it in a new space that we had to rent. So that's why that, that gets up there. That's a good. Thank you for explaining that. Thanks I think for, it's thanks worth for it. coming at me and making it sound no. like it's too expensive. No, no, no. Cause it's not Meryl. We've been waiting a year to get outside and do something. I'm doing a SWAT analysis. 
Yes. Okay. In PR, we do a SWOT analysis mm-hmm. of like the strengths and the weaknesses and the opportunities, blah, blah, oh. blah. But I'm saying that that may be something that someone looks at and it deters them from going. Oh, and it does. We don't need those people. No, maybe go we explain them. to them. Fuck them. They can go get. Don't be so they can judgmental. Get banged by a purple dong on the <laughs> side of a wall. The side of a wall? Yeah, I would hang mine up. No, I know. Listen, I mean, some shows are expensive. You go see a concert. It's just like this is a, a very cool experience, I think. I can't wait. I'm going to go to it and I'm going to get dressed up. We'll see if you go to it. We'll see. $50 we'll see. is a yeah. lot. I yeah, need, we'll see. I need my money for Bitcoin uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. I have one. Of all the money you spend, you can't. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, before I go and bulldoze through this uh, whole episode, do you yes. have anything else you'd like to share? No, I think that this, I think we're coming. Are we, I want to tell you a story. You. I know, this is you. Okay, okay. I had, I think, a sighting of my ex-boyfriend that I want to tell you about. Which one? Eric, the one before uh, Jack. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you said his name. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing weird about it. Okay. So you saw him. Okay. So yes. What, what, so what, why is that important? I, okay. So w- number one, it's important because they don't. He, him and his wife don't even live here anymore. I, they oh. live in Delaware. Delaware. Yeah, I know. So maybe he was just back to see family. And yeah, number two, they. Oh, she had always had a tie, I think, to La Jolla, oh. and that. And then Eric was a golfer, or still is a golfer, and so he golfed a lot. And then that I know that's perfect for you. Oh God, and there's nothing worse than dating. Like I'm so happy with that. Th- that was a nightmare, also because I feel like. Uh, like he was in his 40s when we dated and you were what in your 20s in my late 20s early 30s wow. and I felt like um, golf it's, just, it's such a mess I feel like for hours at a time he'd be on the golf course and like drinking martinis nonstop, and then it was just like mm. he was always like sunburnt and drunk and all that kind uh, of stuff so I'm very happy not him. to be dating a golfer so but I think he so anyway so okay so I was driving to my um, red light bed sauna appointment Okay. So I go in the sauna and it has like red light therapy. Yeah. And you can change the colors depending on like what healing you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't check your phone. Yeah. No. I just Don't gotta, check out. Okay. I'll get. Anything is more okay, okay, exciting okay, than okay. this, what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. My red light sauna. So I was on my way and I was just like, do, 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 drinking a coffee. And then I saw um what and very much looked like him and there's uh, like he he's from pennsylvania so he doesn't he doesn't dress like the typical california boy you know he's like kind of short and stubby and like just dresses very like uh pennsylvania i guess that's the best way i could say it like a polo shirt or t-shirt yeah 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 and and he doesn't yeah he doesn't look like the average california boy Mm. so out of the corner of my eye i'm like wow that person like really looks like eric that's so weird and so i i stopped at the light and i watched this person i'm like that real, looks like 900% like him. Like that's really, really weird. Yeah. And I um, went, I like circled back. <laughs> I like, I, so I did like, like a let me see if it is. Him. Yeah. I'm like, I need to see. And all of a sudden I was like, you know, when you just get that feeling that you're like, I feel like I, all of a sudden my adrenaline kicked in and I felt like yeah. I was like, um, like either I need to know that it was him or that I, I don't know. I was like, what am I even rushing for? I don't did even your know heart if I want Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And, and not even in the way that I'm like, I'm so excited to see him per se, but it was more like, like why is he here? What is he doing? What's going on? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. really him? Mm-hmm. I need to find out. And the last time I had seen him was when, which was so funny, was when um, we were. It was at that music festival here in San Diego called Kaboo, and it was the way that the like the chips fell, where it was uh, Alanis was on and then Live was on. So it's like my two absolute favorites, and he was like saying, "Oh, I'll come over and say hi to you before we go on." So he was walking up to me as Alanis was doing her song, like "You Ought to Know." <laughs> And it was like, you remind me. And he was like walking oh my up. God. I was like, how could this moment happen? But so anyway, that was the last time. And then he reached out to me for our sex videos. Oh. Instead, he should go on adamandeve.com and be faithful to his wife. Uh-huh. But this leads him here to, 
<laughs> enter the code campfire. And oh my god! So then, so I I drove around, and as I got closer, I'm like, oh my god, that's like totally his face, and definitely his face. And I, for a second, I'm like, I wonder if he saw my car. And then, as I was, um, the way that I was, my car was positioned, I could see like his back, and I saw his sweatshirt stead. Um, like crew, uh, basically crew of like the the um, live crew. Uh, no, he worked. This is so funny with the guy Scott from Creed, and I uh, thought Scott, Scott yeah, which is like it's really funny. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so I saw that. I think it was. I think it said Scott Stapp, but it said like crew. I'm like, okay, that's like totally like his outfit and a sweatshirt and stuff. And then I was like about to pull over and say hi because I'm like at least like that's very weird that we yeah. would run into each other. And I'm like, yeah. I feel emotionally enough okay to be like good to see you you know that's cool. sure sure and then i was like uh, kind of wrestling with it like do i even want to see him I, right if I why do you want to spark him, those exactly yeah anything right because then i know i'll be thinking about it a few days and, later and if he wanted to see you or if he thought that that was a, a reasonable thing he would have just said i'm gonna be in town definitely and it, then you could decide right but i think the way we left it last time was yeah. very much like i kind of embarrassed him and let him know that i wasn't open for <laughs> queries about our sex videos <laughs> and and also like jack would totally that is one ex that like jack would not be okay with and yeah. not be like let's go to lunch or anything like that yeah yeah i have better people on lunch club i kind of feel like the fact that he asked for those sex videos is like the period to the sentence like that that relationship is now done beyond you yeah. need to let that go yeah so you did the right thing and i i definitely have let let it go but i think like just seeing him it's also yeah. so weird because it's like he doesn't live in california so it's right, always like right. what the hell so then um i started i was driving and i'm like oh i'm gonna say hi no i'm not okay and then i thought of one thing that made me like I remembered one thing from our breakup that made uh. me decide to not do it. And it was when <laughs> I don't think I've ever shared this, but it was like so painful was when we first started dating. I felt like he um, like loved bombed me like is what you I think that's definitely the term that they say in like mm. therapy with like narcissists do basically of like all like being so intense and being oh. like I need to you to keep your camera on so I can like watch you sleep and just you know writing letters like I've never felt this way before oh. but like so intense of and I think and then they get you I felt prey to it a little bit and so he and I think he he at first got me because he like catered to my my ego for sure and he was like I'm obsessed with little with Meryl and knowing everything about you. And so like I want to know the whole Meryl story from the beginning to the to now. And so he had asked my if my parents if like um he could have some of my baby photos and my, my, my child photos. And like I, I truly don't think it was in like a pedophile way. I really don't it was almost more like this is my person. I want to know like everything about them. And like little Meryl was so cute and I know. <laughs> see your face right now a what? so he had taken a whole bunch of my how long have you guys been dating at this point it was new we were probably were dating like three or four months but i feel like the beginning of our dating was so intense and i think that's yeah. what got me so upset towards the end as i was so like i'm yeah. like how oh, that's so weird so he had asked and he had all these like photos of me and basically almost i feel like he like shown or shined like a light on on like on oh my god like I want to know everything about you and you're so special and important uh -huh. and then when we broke up he turned like extra cold and there right. was one day that when we broke up he had asked to meet me at like the local islands grill or whatever and in the parking lot he um we said hi and hugged and I think I was even like crying or whatever and then he's like hold on hold on I have to go to my car and get something for you and then he went to his car and give you the baby he, photos? back in, in a manila envelope he's like here's your baby and your children photos back and for some reason that just like 
I feel like I'm like way to break down like a, a narcissist Leo person because <laughs> I'm like that's the way to really break me down is to like you know show that you care so much and then like hand and then it back say, to me I and don't be care like yeah 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 I feel like that really like reject made me feel rejected like oh, so hard oh my god it was like it was kind of like I don't care about you or, or your story or anything like that anymore and then I remember just like having these like big envelope of my child photos and being like jeez <laughs> And that was it. So I decided Jeez. not to say hi, and I enjoyed my sauna. You, you lived that entire time in that moment of like him getting the photos, <laughs> looking at them, dreaming, yeah, yeah, and then like handing them back to you in an island's parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I because I, I thought about that. I'm like, he doesn't deserve for me to like even say hi to him. Like he was, he's not even a good friend. Or it a seems good, like, like he was kind of uh, whatever. Yeah. So that was that. But I was going to ask you. Have you had any like ex run-ins lately that you? No, seen? no, no, no ex run-ins lately. I mean, I have a run-in with my ex, <laughs> uh, Brittany, all the time because yeah. we hang out still. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. You I don't know. even think of you guys as exes. And also, I think I think this. There's not many people that I've dated in my history that I would say I couldn't like at least say hello to or uh, you know whatever. I don't have a lot of ill will right. towards anybody. Yeah. Um, I just don't because mm-hmm. it's like at some point you, you say like, I'm, I think I'm done with that stage of my life yeah. right? when you break up or when, regardless of who says let's break up. I do have some people that I'm like, I think it's healthier for me to not totally say hi to this person, yes, yes. both for me and for them or, you know, and, and I've definitely had some of that where I'm like, you're kind of a, for lack of a better term, uh, kind of in an ugly place. You know, the other some, person is. some people are just in an uglier place, you know, that's interesting. And they're not able to like treat you with kindness or treat you with like respect, mm-hmm. and, you know? So it's like, why even stir that shit up? And yeah. I'm not even just talking about one girl who, you know, was, was a garbage person to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, even just when it just doesn't end well, and they're in a place where they are, and yeah. you're like, this probably isn't healthy definitely for me, you know? i always think it's so dangerous when you're also still mildly even like attracted to them or something oh like, i think that's very very dangerous yeah because i think that's like some most of my ex-boyfriends i just have i'm totally apathetic about and it's like yeah. i can see them and it's really nothing whereas i feel like with eric i still felt that like uh you know and it was so Because what happens is you treat it like a you know like a a gross cake Right. Absolutely. And you just like start icing it and you yes. start putting that sweet stuff on the top and you're like, oh, wait, it looks delicious. Yeah. And then as soon as you bite in, you're like, oh, wait, now I remember that this was made of shit. Oh, my like, God. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 After- but we do that. We start decorating that cake and making it look all pretty again. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'll get coffee with you. Oh, I miss you, too. And then. You know, a month down, you're like, oh, my God, this person's still gross. And they care about how many likes they get on Instagram. And they <laughs> are gnarly. Yeah. Do they care? Oh, I don't even know. I, I get bl- I'm get, i blocked from more of your exes than I am my own exes. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Honestly. That's probably true. But I don't even. Yeah. Whatever. I, yeah. I won't slander all your exes except for <laughs> the beautiful Brittany. <laughs> uh, well, that's all I have. Yeah. Okay, well, That's I mean, um, but I'm here to just sit. Oh, you just want to sit and yep. maybe meditate together? Maybe um. we could do. <laughs> maybe we could uh, find some words of affirmation for each other Ooh. and uh, slowly stare off in the distance. You know what? I truly have in my Los Angeles apartment. I have these like index cards that are very embarrassing, but they but I wrote down these like 
money is abundant. I find money from different ways. And most uh, of it, I think at the time I was just more like wanting to be more abundant about money. Yeah. But it really like works. I mean, I feel like like I've had good success with money and I feel yeah. good. Like, I don't well, know what it is, but I feel like. Well, that's why we're about to go invest in Bitcoin. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's go. Coinbase. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.